Assalamualaikum. Welcome to Plan Baraka. This podcast is about living a life of presence and prioritizing that above productivity and any of the other things that kind of reduce the human being to something like a factory. Um, instead of the beautiful creation that Allah SWT put here to know him. So let's get into it. Assalamu alaikum and welcome back to Plan Baraka Podcast. It's been a long time. <laughs> I've been quite busy, as I'm sure you all have been. I just want to drop in and, um, you know, kind of get back to this podcast thing with some thoughts that have been on my mind. So today I want to talk about nature. And by nature, I don't mean like the natural world. That, that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about right now is nature, as in, I'll read you a quick definition. Nature, as defined by a quick Google search, the basic or inherent features, character, or qualities of something. That's what I want to talk about because it could be, you know, my perception of of what's going on and perception is not always reality. But it it seems to me that we as human beings have lost like just a fundamental understanding of the nature of God, the nature of ourselves, the nature of of life. Um and it's it's perplexing. <laughs> it's perplexing to me. Um because if you don't understand the nature of something, then you will approach it in all sorts of strange ways. So, like, I'm seeing this now with, you know, with the pandemic that we're still experiencing. Um, I'm recording this. It is October 5th, 2021. And now um, there's been vaccines out for the last, I don't know, I think they they came out in about July. So for the last couple of months, no, 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 they didn't come out in July. Yeah, I think they did. I think they started sort of like kind of a mass vaccination program, maybe actually since December of last year. Anyway, it's been some months and now there's a huge push um, to mandate vaccines, and there's a lot of debate and a lot of information and misinformation and all the stuff about the vaccines. I'm not talking about the vaccine in particular, but I'm talking about people's discussions around the vaccine. I read an article the other day from NPR about a woman who was 103 years old and died of COVID. Now, this woman herself was... Um, vaccinated. Her caregiver was vaccinated. The caregiver's husband was vaccinated. They're not sure where she got COVID from. Anyway, she died of COVID. And I'm reading the comments and, you know, and people are basically blaming her death 
on, you know, some unknown, unvaccinated people that must have come, you know, into contact with her or someone that she was in contact with. And, oh, this death was preventable and this and that and all this stuff. Now, mind you, death, death is sad, right? We, we all know that death is sad. At the same time, do we, do we not know anymore that the nature of living is that you will die? And that a person at 103 years old statistically is going to die from something? Is this, is this shocking? And now, you know, and what? I don't understand. Can all, are we trying to prevent death? Is that what's happening now? You know, people are talking about getting, you know, and, and again, I'm not talking about vaccines in particular. People have their different views, you know, people have their different views based on, you know, who they deem as as authorities. But what I want to talk about right now is is nature and human nature, right? What is the nature of a thing? The nature of this dunya is that it is a place of trials and tribulations, right? This dunya is a test. It is a place that we are put for a temporary time. And what we do in this life affects what will happen to us and what will happen with us in the next life, right? And the next life is much longer than this one. And in this dunya, the nature of things, the nature of human beings is that we don't know the complete story. This dunya is only a small part. Our senses, our sensibilities, our abilities to know and grasp um, the, the full picture is limited because that's human nature. We don't have all the information. We don't know everything that's going to happen. Um, it's also human nature to get sick. What are we trying to stop everybody from getting sick? To, to what end? Because it's uncomfortable? Okay, nobody likes being sick. I get it. I hear you. I don't like being sick. It's annoying. You know, I don't like when my children are sick. You know, it's, you know, it hurts. It, it's, it's emotionally. I don't like to see them like that, right? No one wants to see their children sick, their parents sick. We don't like it, right? At the same time, alhamdulillah, we have comfort from Allah. We know from his prophet, salam, that sickness is an expiation for sins, right? And so I, I don't know. It's just, I, I may, maybe I'm alone in this. Like, I don't understand what is it about the trials of life that people don't get is the very nature of life, right? Because if we're looking to make this life a utopia, if we're looking to make this life quote unquote perfect, the problem with not understanding the nature of this life is that you're going to expect things from it that it cannot give you. If you're expecting to go through life and never get sick, you will be disappointed. If you are expecting to go through life and never be hurt, whether it be physically or emotionally, you're going to be disappointed. And maybe some of this is the reason why we have this, you know, explosion of people taking drugs for anxiety and depression and, you know, all these other types of emotional upheavals because they think that it's not normal to feel to go through the spectrum of feelings as a human being, right? Like maybe sometimes we're anxious and I've experienced anxiety. I, I have experienced anxiety myself. 
Um, maybe we're anxious because there's something to be anxious about. <laughs> you know, maybe we're anxious because we are in, we're not in alignment with the fact that we are not the ones in control, right? So I know the anxiety that I experienced um, happened after uh, a pretty traumatic time after one of my daughters was born. And we had difficulties breastfeeding. I knew something was wrong. I didn't know what was wrong. Um, and I had my daughter shortly after my father had a heart attack and, you know, I couldn't go be with him because I was nine months pregnant. It also meant that my mother and none of my sisters could come be with me and we don't live in the same country. And so all of that was going on in the back of my head. I had my daughter. It was beautiful. The labor, everything was beautiful. It was a difficult pregnancy emotionally, but alhamdulillah, the labor, everything was beautiful. Um, And then afterwards, we had trouble breastfeeding. I had breastfed six children before her. Um, So that wasn't even something that was on my radar. And so I know I'm going into a tangent, but that wasn't even on my radar. We had problems breastfeeding. I sought help and I got help from lactation consultants. However, when I went to the doctor, because it was an undiagnosed, well, the lactation consultant diagnosed as a tongue tie, but visits back to the doctor, even to the ER, they're like, no, she's fine. She, she doesn't have a tongue tie. She's okay. Just keep breastfeeding her. Um, and I'm like, okay. But meanwhile, like my spirit is, is, is kind of, is, is like not settled, you know, because I just knew something was wrong. This baby's really fussy. I'm not feeling the sort of sensation of breastfeeding that I'm accustomed to. But then, you know, there's a lot of self-doubt. Well, I don't know. It's been a couple of years since I had a baby. Maybe I don't remember what it feels like. Who knows? All this stuff going on. Anyway, my daughter ended up being dehydrated. We had to go back to the hospital. And we ended up staying in the hospital, subhanAllah, for, I think it was a couple weeks, actually. Yep, about two weeks, two and a half weeks. We ended up in the hospital. Um, and it was, it was a horrible experience. It was a horrible experience. Only now... Um, almost three years later, can I talk about it and not immediately just start crying and just feel this overwhelming sense of guilt? Um, and so even after I brought my daughter home from the hospital, I just had a lot of anxiety. It was with, with every quiet moment came all these thoughts rushing back to my head, replaying everything that happened from the moment of her birth to the moment we brought her to the hospital and they finally listened to me and checked her in and saw that something was wrong. Um, everything just kept playing in my head and it was, it was, um, it was emotionally debilitating. I could say, you know, as a mom, I was used to just kind of putting on a smile and just, you know, do what I need to do. So I can't, I won't say that it was completely debilitating. I was still taking care of my children, you know, my other children. I was still, you know, doing things around the house and, you know, with my husband and all of that. But 
emotionally, like, I just, I wasn't okay, you know? Um, and it, it was, and it was an interesting thing to experience and an interesting thing to go through. And one of the things I realized through that is something, <laughs> is something that my sheikh had told me a couple of years before, um, when I was having another sort of, you know, another difficult time, but he was teaching me about tawakkul, right? Trusting in Allah, trusting in Allah. And I realized that one one of the roots of my anxiety <laughs> was that I had to forgive myself for not being God, right? I'm not God. Why am I overly guilting myself for what? For not knowing everything? For not thinking of a tongue tie? For not, for not being perfect? Is, is that what I'm obsessively mad at myself about, right? I'm torturing myself. I'm beating myself up because I should have known, I should have known, I should have known, I should, I should have what? I did what I could do. And that doesn't remove the pain. That doesn't remove the sadness. But it did actually lift the anxiety for me. Because I realize that, listen, the na- my nature as a mother is to feel this sort of protectiveness over my children. And, but the problem, quote unquote, is that sometimes you think it's all on you. I thought it's all on me. But it's not all on me. Right? As a human being, I cannot know everything. I cannot, and this is why tawakkul, this is why we place our trust and our reliance on God, because the nature of Allah is that he is the all-knowing. He is the doer. He is the, the one that makes things plain, that makes things apparent, right? And he is the one that is taking care of us, right? And so that's his nature, and this is why we rely on him. He is our protector, our nature is, is to be in a state of dependency on him, right? We're not all-knowing. Uh, we are weak. We get sick. We, we have problems, right? And so what we need to do is rely on him. But we won't rely on him if we're expecting all the answers to come from ourselves, Right. So I guess what I want to say is just that, you know, for everything we deal with in life, whether it be ourselves, whether it be our children, our spouses, you know, relationships, jobs, whatever. And ultimately with Allah, before we seek solutions to problems, make sure those problems are real. Right. And make sure those quote-unquote problems are not just a figment of your imagination because you don't understand or respect the very nature of the thing it is that we're dealing with. So it might have been all over the place, but it was on my mind this morning. And as alaikum.